Joe presents Liquid Football, sponsored by Paddy Power. Hello, welcome to Liquid Football. I'm Joe, together with Paddy Power. It's the show that takes you inside the dressing room and puts you in the boots of the players. Joining me this week, Steve Sidwell, Luis Garcia and John Walters. And last week... You had a lovely chat, which you went over. Love you, bye. Yeah. <laughs> You've maintained that kind of record throughout the week. Is that now your signature sign-off? It, it, it's, it, it's been going for a long time, actually. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, random, not random phone calls. <laughs> you just, just calling, bring up people to just, tell you that yeah, you love any, them. Yeah, like, call yeah. Uh, restaurants and things like that. Can I book a table? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, love you, bye. <laughs> just one little one. There's people around the world that think you, think you love them. I'm a genuine, I'm man of the people. You're a lover. <laughs> Not a fighter. Not a fighter. Not a fighter. No. No. It is. It's so easily done, though. Oh, it happened to me. I mean, when I was la- I was laughing very much last week because <laughs> as if I heard you on, on the podcast and then I went straight to YouTube because I wanted to see the faces. <laughs> but it's true that it happens. Uh, yeah. It happens uh, yeah. to me a few times uh, yeah. in the car because you're relaxed, you're talking. Okay, uh, love you, bye. And then once you <laughs> said it, it's just even the people is waiting that you say oh sorry or something, but he just hold on the, on the line to see what happened. And, because nobody uses phones anymore. That's mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> the only people you use your phones for are your family normally. Yeah, so you just need to signing off like that. On to the football then. Liverpool's 100% record has gone. Still unbeaten at the top of the league. But that one-all draw with Manchester United at Old Trafford. It, we'll come on to, to Manchester United and their performance in a minute. But that didn't look like Liverpool anywhere near their top form, Luis. No, it's not the Liverpool we were expecting against uh, United, of course. But I think everybody realised, even the players, when they finished, they knew. They were all talking about, yeah, it wasn't our best performance, uh, it's not the way that we used to approach these kind of games. But, uh, well, uh, it's about points. It's about getting points. And uh, if, he, if they tell you that you're going to go there and you're going to get a point, probably you will sign it in the beginning of the season because you know it's going to be tough. Even uh, Let's forget a little bit what happened to United during the whole season. Uh, they are not in the, in, probably in the best moment. Uh, but if you talk about going there and get a point, you will sign it because you know there is one of those uh, difficult games during the season. Mm. What do you think could have could have caused it? There's a few theories sort of floating around. One is the amount of travel that Liverpool's team had, had had to do um, compared to, to Manchester United, who also travelled a lot. But I think it's like three times the, the difference between the two squads. Mo Salah was missing. There's the expectation on Liverpool having that eight-point lead at the top, knowing that they conceded ground to, to Manchester City last season. And then there were the, the records that, that were on their heads. What, mm. what do you think? I think it was all of it. I think it was the whole profile, the build-up to the game. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, in his interview, said about the momentum. Momentum in football is massive. Once a team gets that, doesn't matter how good you are, when you're on the back foot, especially in a game like that at Old Trafford when the fans are there and it's, it's electric it's hard to it's hard to, to get out of it and they, they couldn't could they it was giving the ball away cheaply a lot and it was coming back at them and it was just relentless from, from United we were talking before where did you think the United players played the occasion but the Liverpool players didn't where in that, in that United team you've got lads that have come through young lads that have come through the, the academy and know know what the occasion is but in the Liverpool team there's not so many is there there's Trent Alexander-Arnold, isn't there? And that's yeah, they've still got players yeah, that's played yeah. for Liverpool for, for many years yep. and know the magnitude of that. And they would have been reminded of that from you know, kit men and people around. I don't think they need to remind... I think it was just one of the days, bad day at the office. It happened exactly. to be against Man United. Hey, you know, it happens. Just, I mean, oh, it's, not, uh, it's a long season. Uh, Liverpool has done so well until now. And 
They're still unbeaten. Do you know but what? It's a, it's a yeah. tough, uh, tough day. It's not actually a bad result, really. No, it's, it's just because Liverpool have won how many? 17, yeah. 14, 17 on the road. And it feels better when, you, yeah. when I mean, you've got a goal down and then you yeah. equalise yeah. late on. Yeah. And if Liverpool had scored and Man United had equalised yeah. late on. And they're still six points clear. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you watch the game and, and you want Liverpool to attack, to get the ball, to see those uh, uh, movements up front. Of course, it wasn't Salah there, but you, you want Firmino to get the ball and, and link with the other ones. And, and it wasn't the day uh, for Firmino, probably. Uh, but because also United was uh, on them and they know they have to look after him and uh, it's difficult to turn and to get the ball and I mean it was a bad day at the office and uh, they got a point uh, we don't yeah. have to forget about that that they like you said six points clear still unbeaten and that was clearly the message that the players got to put on social media because yeah. I think every single one of them that's <laughs> on social media was somewhere in there was still unbeaten yeah. still unbeaten yeah. 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 tweet something like um, but from, from Manchester United's point of view that performance is what Manchester United fans have been looking for. Every tackle, every time they won the ball off a Liverpool player, was cheered by the crowd. They've been waiting to see this from mm. this side. I think it's easier against a Liverpool to raise your game for, for United, isn't it? Especially at home. It's easier that, as players, especially playing a bigger team, more so for me, playing against a bigger team, everyone always seems to raise the game, but it's when United are playing against a Watford or a... Newcastle. Or West Ham or Newcastle, yeah, that's the yeah. But it's yeah. easier for Liverpool because the whole week probably builds up and you, they're probably reminded every day what this means to the club. And they, then they've got to do it for all the other games now as well. But it shows it's there. That's the thing. There, yeah. there was The question marks were, is this United squad good enough? But they've shown with that performance that there's a lot more in there than we've seen so far this season. Well, there was more in there last year when he first took over. They won... Seven or eight they've lost run. players over the summer since players. then. I still don't think it's good enough. Or sold but, players, but lost them. I still think they're missing, they're missing certain individuals, and I think it, uh, they, they keep saying it's a long-term plan. It keeps coming back to Solskjaer, it's a long-term plan. And yeah. Mourinho was saying, I think I'd love to be, be able to say, I was always looking to the future, because sort of managers have got to deliver now, especially at a club like that. But it seems to be a, seems to be a thing he's getting given time, isn't he? Mm. Um, Adam Lallana, though, with his first goal since May 2017. When Jurgen Klopp was making all those changes late on in the game, Luis, you wanted Liverpool to win. What were you <laughs> thinking when Klopp was making all those changes and bringing on the players that he was bringing on? No, I think uh, he was desperate to, to change the game in some way. And Adam is one of those kind of players. He can keep the ball, he can make those kind of run dribblings. And the most of it is because they needed a goal. And uh, I think it was a, a, a very important moment. And uh, it was a push for Lallana. Uh, he's been through a lot the last uh, couple of three years. And uh, it's a moment where he feels uh, comfortable. He feels strong, fitness-wise. And But now it's about the, the football. Uh, get the ball, get into the game, get into the field again. And play against United is always special for, for, for Adam Lallana. So I think it was a, a, a good moment to get him in. And the goal was a... a well, that reward. It has been so tough for him. He said there were there were loads of periods during last season and I was sad and angry, not at anyone in particular, just at the situation. I was continually battling to contribute, to be dependable to my teammates, because when you get injured, it's almost not a sign of weakness, but you're not able to do your job. He talked about how Jordan Henderson is, is one of his best friends and he found himself at times unable even to, to talk to him. He said he would, he would share a car with him and for the first five minutes couldn't talk. It's now all out in the open and, and he's been able to have that, that conversation with him. But that, that feeling of being a long-term injured player and being on the periphery can be a lonely place to be, can't it? Yeah. All you want to do is play, isn't it? Yeah. We, the past couple of years, we've had, we, we've had a few, myself and Steve, you had your back, didn't you, mm. at the yeah. end, and, and I was at my Achilles last year. And All you want to do is play, so when you're not when you're not involved, you just 
I found myself, I was just going in in the morning, I was in before everyone, as an injured player you're always in, so I used to be in the gym as a lad to walk and pass to come in, and I'd go and say hello to them in the changing room, and I'd come back in the gym, I'd spend two or three hours in the gym, then I'd finish training, and then you wouldn't see them, you're not part of it, you're just on your own, and basically all that time you spent on your own in the gym or with, with a physio or something like that, and all you want to do is play football, so when it's a long term one, it's, it, it's a lot more, you don't feel part of it at all. And he's been in that situation, watching the team get better, watching them win the, the Champions League, it's, it, then thinking, how do I get back in when, yeah. when this side looks like it's important? <clears throat> and that's probably, that might be his downfall. I mean, I don't know what's happened over the, over the years, whether it was one injury or consecutive ones, but he seems like the player that wants to get back quick. So that, that might have been a negative in his rehab. You know, his rehab, he, he may have pushed it quickly through to get back on the pitch, to get back in the team, in the squad, because he wants to play. That then, you know, another little niggle, another, another knock, that then prolongs the injury or another one comes. So mentally, you know, he's come through it, but what a talent, what a talent. I mean, he glides on the pitch, left foot, right foot, strong in the tackle when he wants to be, in and around the box, he's got that bit of guile, bit of, you know, bit of excitement, isn't he? I mean, and it goes to show over the years as well where Klopp has... Slowly got rid of a few players here and there. He obviously sees something in him because he's he stayed you know the, the amount of time with him. He's got a bit of bite about him as well, hasn't he? Yeah, pitch? I like when him. When you're playing against him, he has a good moan and he's, in, he's into everyone don't, now. You, you don't, don't really see that. See that. So go on, no, then, yeah, he does. He does have a. He's always moaning. He chirps up, doesn't yeah, he? But yeah, he's all. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. He's always. A, but I quite like that yeah. for a player. Rather than someone in your team who's quiet or you're playing against, you don't, obviously you don't want to play against it because it's it's annoying when you're playing against. But you respect that in the player. Yeah, and especially um, when it's a player that is talented in the way that he is. He's very you don't, talented. But you yeah. don't often get that going alongside that. So it's usually the sort of more robust players. Mm. You can you can see it from the outside. Yeah. That's why it's surprising with him, I suppose. But as you said as well, from a fan's point of view, him coming on yesterday, everyone oh, he hasn't scored for two years, he hasn't played much, and everyone. But then. Jürgen Klopp will know what he, and all the players will know what he's like as a player and how good he is. So in training, you'll see all that. Exactly. So that's something that we player, cannot see. For yeah, yeah. Time, you yeah. see it as a player, you know that, or as an ex-player, you know he's a good player. So the fans might be like, "Oh no, I can't believe he's coming on now. Why are they putting him on? He hasn't scored." And then Jürgen yeah. knows his players. It's, it's tough. Uh, what you were mentioning when you have to get back from a long injury and rush it up rush it up and pick another small injury and you try again and then you see the time flies. I mean, you've been for four months, you haven't even been on the pitch for more than one week and the team is doing so well and you see that, that when I get back, when I'll be available, I'm going to get in because I have to use every single minute that I got. So it's, it was a very important moment for him to, to get that goal. Because mm. you've done, I mean, you, you think that all players involved in the club are, are supportive of the rest of the team. They want their teammates to do well. And that's one thing. It's another thing altogether to have to set out a Champions League final because you're injured. Yeah. And especially when, when your case, you, yeah. you know you would have been playing. No, definitely. Well, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't a good role. Yeah. Uh, uh, exactly the same. I mean, um, I arrived to, the, to December, I scored three goals in Champions League, and that wasn't a fantastic moment. But um, well, uh, four or five months after, I found myself back on the, on the training, getting ready for that final, and uh, knowing that, that well, even in, inside, in my head, it was maybe you had a chance to get the bench. Maybe, why not? It was no chance at all because, uh, I mean, I, I was fit, but not 100% fit at all. It took me seven months to, to get ready to, mm. to, be, to play on the, on the field. So uh, I was there and go back to Athens, watch the game. From the stand, it was so painful, so painful. And, and well, we lost the game and whatever. You go there, you try to 
cheer up because for you it's easier mm -hmm. and you haven't been involved in there and, and you try to cheer up and and it was very a very difficult moment so to clear 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 that from your head and get back to to football again it was quite difficult how are managers with you? I mean, I, I would imagine a lot of them just kind of, you're, you're out of the picture if you're, if you're not available to them. But they'll have different approaches. So what, what have you experienced? I've had both. I've had managers that solely focus on fit players because they're the ones that they can work with. Day-to-day uh, -day training. Um, even if they see you in the corridor, they'll say hello, but they don't really uh, have that much to do with it. Maybe it's because they think they don't want players to get comfortable and too nice being injured because some can string it out a lot longer than others and then you've had others like Mourinho type when he first come and he was I mean not every player is desperate to get you'd be back surprised. you'd be surprised I think there's a few that quite comfortable yeah, yeah. but even to the fact that we, we I mean we know players that unless they're 100% fit they're not playing the slightest niggle nope I'm, you know, I'll wait I'll wait another week I'll wait another week so which is each to their own you know uh, but then you get some managers that want everyone on board you know we'll go out we'll talk make their go out their way to speak to injured players the ones that are not because they know over the course of the season that manager is going to need them also depending on the player yeah. you are a good player yeah. you go to talk to him and say how are you your 60% is better than another 100% yeah, yeah. So, true. are you yeah. fit for the weekend yeah. are you going to be fitting next week and you get pushed by managers sometimes yeah. but yeah. I think if, if, if it was in that position and you're managing someone, I'd always I'd always go out my way to, to speak to the player because some managers ignore you completely. Um, you just get left on your own. You get mm. ignored. You're no use to them. Basically, they see it, and in a way, you can see the point. You're no use. You're not. You're not. You're not playing. You're not. You, you can't be at the weekend. The manager just in the week to week. Mm. You know, if a manager has a bad month, they're under pressure, so they don't need you. But you I just because we hear so much from from teams who, who talk. I know team spirit is a really overused phrase, and and often it just means we're on a really good run and we all get yeah. on with each other. Yeah. Yeah. But but when you talk about teams having like a common purpose, then and 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 managers who are good at creating that, then. Then you should. I know you're saying you can see the point of a manager saying, "Well, you're no use to me there." But surely, long term, yeah, you want to keep yeah. the group together. I'm not saying I'll do that. If I, yeah. I, I'll do the opposite. I, it's so important, I think, to have everyone pulling in the same direction. Because as soon as you get a couple that are unhappy, that spreads quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. That spreads in a team. And a good manager, quickly. I think, you, you can see on that. Yeah. It's not about Jorge because we got many examples. But he has realised that last year for Champions League, he used. Um, why not in the last few games Origi, uh, Shakiri they, they were not playing before and suddenly they, be, they, they performed so well 100% from nowhere to 100% semi-final, final uh, very important to if you are not happy in the, in the group if you're not going to get into yeah. one game and do well that's for mm -hmm. sure that's because the, the, the manager has been working with you trying to keep you uh, thinking that you are important even though that you haven't played for three games because I think or you didn't play for three games and suddenly playing the 11 started so it's very important for manager to keep those players because at the end it's a very long season and you need them so you need all the players to be pulling in the same direction what about players on opposite sides because Roy Keane was not happy about all the hugs and the slapping on the back in the tunnel between Manchester United and, and Liverpool players. I think particularly because it was Man United against Liverpool, yeah. he didn't enjoy that at all. What, what, what was, what's your experience? Do you need that kind of focus? Do you need to feel like, like he said, like you're going to war? It's each to their own. Some people need to focus early in the, in the dressing room, in the tunnel, looking out on the pitch. Some are just laughy, jokey, happy. When the whistle starts, 
everyone's minds yeah. on it. No, I understand it's a war, then, but in a war you, you need the, 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 the fighters, the soldiers who fight in the middle, you need creative people who are not going to be fighting with others because it, it's about creating something and, uh, and you need the snipers yeah. that are going to have to be critical or clinical uh, going to go. So I don't see, um, I don't know, uh, Lionel Messi or, or uh, Firmino or Salah getting in a fight. I don't see mm. because I think for them it's gonna take the focus away from the game, from trying to do a dribbling. He's gonna be more aware of uh, crushing with other defenders or trying to tackle. That what he he is good at is dribbling and going fast to, go to score a goal. So, yeah, I agree that in a world you need to be uh, tough and be focused, but uh, every player is totally different. So you need all of them. I think he's right there. Is it? It's more of yeah. the. It's more of the flared players that are just relaxed and, mm-hmm. you know, laughy, joking, mm-hmm. and the ones that are just... Was it the Gary Neville one? Was it with, with Peach Michael? Do you remember when he went to shake his hand? With Gary Neville, yeah. when it was... And he, sort of, and he was like, no. Yeah, we're, of, we're in the zone now. The yeah. ones yeah. that are just sort of... That was a, just that was a little people. bit, I want to be... Yeah, I want to be... Look like him in the zone, other cameras are on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can see him do that week in, week in week week No, there is. I didn't really speak to anyone in the tunnel when I was in there, but... I'd have players on the opposite team as well. It's all saying hello, and but I was just sort of, sort of more focused on the on, on the match. But then those players that were saying hello then ripped us apart. So it doesn't really doesn't mean because I'm more focused. It's everyone's getting in their own zones, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Everyone, it's they, about what, how, how you feel. How you feel your focus. How can yeah. you get that point where you go and feel comfortable on the on the game? I I kind of go and try. I mean, I can't go to the, to to a fight. I go to try to enjoy myself. Yeah, I mean, there's no point. People might want to fight you, though. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had, uh, I remember uh, Josemi when I met him in, in, in. We, I faced him three, four times in Spain, and when we came here and I, I met him in Liverpool, he used to say, "Yeah, yeah, you were the, the, the long haired guy. <laughs> we, we, we used to hate you." I mean, and I, I mean, he's a lovely guy, but the way he approached the game, it was, I'm gonna try to get him and, and, and tackle him and try to get him out of focus. And for me, it was about, when he comes to me and try to fight, I will smile because I know that he's gonna get angry with me and he's gonna lose the focus. So it was about trying to play with that. Because there, there are players who just take on a completely different mindset yeah. during the, the 90 minutes and it can be friends as well. Yeah, definitely. I can tell you that he's a very good friend of mine, yeah. but it was a different way and it happens with Puyol with me four years in the academy and the first game that I played against him he tried to kill me and after the game I was saying, man, what, what happened with you? And he's like, it's a game, let's forget about everything, so it's the way it works. It's just a completely different approach. We see that with the, between the players and that's the kind of thing that you might expect in maybe a documentary that showed you behind the scenes at a football club. Jurgen Klopp said that if that ever happened to him he'd walk, he wouldn't stay at the club. However, the club that does have a documentary, the latest All or Nothing series on Amazon is filming right now and is filming at Tottenham. And, <laughs> and you're laughing because... Oh, it'll be carnage going on there behind the scenes, right? Imagine, like, so what, so... They couldn't have picked a better season, really, oh, could yeah, they? Let's be honest, for be... drama, I mean, if you're looking for that... Yes, if you're looking I, for drama, yeah, exactly. it's going to be a yeah. they would have signed off, so it was all access, cameras all access, but they'll have editorial edits, so they'll be Well, I think that's what take... happened with the Manchester City yeah. one, and yeah. you could see but, that, that the access was amazing, but mm, what they actually said yeah. wasn't damaging in any way. Or, but or what happens, what happens if uh, Pochettino... Get sacked. <laughs> what happens now? Are they going to show it on the camera? Because it's all access, and it's, that'll be one of the biggest parts of the season. If he did, if they carry on getting bad results, what happens? Are they going to show him walking into 
Daniel Levy's office. <laughs> but but also, you, there must be an aware. I mean, people who go on reality TV shows say that after a while, if they go to Big Brother or whatever, they've always said after a while they forget that the the cameras are there and they they don't get. But That's a chance. there must be no. something at the back of your mind if you yeah. want to go into the dressing room and you want to say something, knowing that those cameras were there. Because if things are that difficult, they've got to give. They've got to give the TV company something. Yeah. They can't put a blanket ban on every conversation they have. Is this just another ingredient for why they're why just they... not firing this yeah. season? I mean, because it's been since pre-season, hasn't it? And you can imagine walking into dressing rooms and corridors and there's cameras fixed up. There must be camera in everywhere. I've seen some of these documentaries, like the American football ones, aren't yeah. they? The same thing. And they're everywhere. Loads of loads and loads. Well, the NFL own, own all the commercial rights or media rights, don't they, yeah. for, the, for the club? So they can say, no, 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 we're... We're the you know, exactly. we're the league. We're, yeah. we're going to tell you what's in it. You don't tell us. But it's not going to literally be one or two men. There's there's going to be an army yeah. of them. Yeah. There'd be there'd be tens of them um, all around and, and and thick. So, and as players, you know what it's like. You, you want a bit of privacy. You don't want the camera following you around all the time. And do you know what? As players, yeah, and and people will be saying, I've never allowed it in my club and this that and the other. But you've watched the NFL ones are brilliant, aren't they? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And I think that's the way. People, fans and people from the outside want to see what goes on. I think it's quite a good thing, but you can see why someone like Jürgen Klopp doesn't want it because, no, this is, this is how I do. I don't want people to know what I say, what I do. But does what they say and do vary that much? Could you get that much of an advantage by seeing it, do you think? I'll tell you, the majority of clubs that I was at, the manager wouldn't have anyone watching training. So you, you get the odd ones where if it's, you know, a family a bereavement or a sick child that you've done a charity thing for and you've said come down to the training ground and but there are week to weeks day to days where certain players aren't training whether that's due to an illness or injury that, that the um, public don't know about they don't they don't like it even Kel you'd have been there on media days they literally have 10 minutes watching training away you go that's it whipped out so they don't like people watching it and that could be from a simple possession practice to set pieces to tactics um, and that's been going from for a long, long yeah. time. And anything, and anything that you can get the advantage from the other team. Rafa Benitez used to say, "Have you talked to because we used to play against someone in Newcastle or West Ham, and he's a Spanish player there, and he knew about that we were friends about." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, "Have you talked to him? Yeah. Have you talked to him?" Well, he said, "Oh, how are they gonna play?" Yeah, of course. I'm not talking about that. I'm yeah. talking because yeah. I say, "Hi, how are you? Family, yeah. everything." If you, after the game, if you want to grab dinner with us, everything. Yeah. No, he wasn't interested in either. You know something? Uh, next time, ask him uh, if he's going to play, if he's not going to play, if he, they want to play with three other friends. I'm not, uh, it, it was tough to me to, yeah. I mean, it's a made of mine and try to grab. Because at the end, no one is going to tell you anything. Because in the other side, probably, it's the other man. I say, yeah. don't say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or they tell you year. something false on yeah. purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had it last year at Bielsa. Yes. Right. But I thought that was just quite clever. At Stoke. You could go and stand outside the train ground and watch any session you want to watch. Well, used to, the trees are up now, but the trees weren't up. So anyone could just go and stand there and watch people walking dogs. There's always people outside, wasn't there, from, 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 from the outside of the pitch, the main pitch as well, so you can't hide from it. And he had people watching training set pieces. Now, in Germany or a country like that, they have open training sessions. Yeah. You can go and watch the training sessions. And I know of, I'm not going to say who... <laughs> That's why we're here, John. Come on, John. Come on. They'll go and watch a match that they're not allowed to watch. And they'll have a pair of glasses with a camera in. And they can see from the stand or watch. What do you mean not allowed to watch a match? Well, there'll be certain behind closed doors matches or foreign matches or... You're not allowed to record or training sessions. There'll be people standing there. 
and and it used to be they used to stand there with a. Uh, so in the German ones, you used to stand there, you're not allowed to record the session, so people used to stand there with, uh, say, McDonald's cartons with a camera in. Like, something like that to record the session. Thanks, This spies. 100%. Yeah. Pair of glasses and with a camera. And you know the person who did yes. this? I know the club as well, I can't say. <laughs> I cannot say. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, you might that's get us in a lawsuit, yeah. so probably better. But you, but you know <laughs> for a fact that happened, because yeah. you, you know the person who did camera. it. Yeah. What, just to get uh, any advantage? Any advantage. Yeah. Set pieces yeah. or anything like that, yeah. So, so that's top level, so it does go on. In so the Premier League? Everyone, in the Premier League? So, yeah, so when everyone, <laughs> yeah, so when everyone was, was saying about that, it goes on. 100% it goes on. How you play for them? No, no, no. <laughs> well, that, Bigger than me. I tell you what, there's only probably a couple of clubs left. <laughs> <laughs> Time now for the Paddy Power Challenge. Wayne Bridge won last week, put a bet on West Ham to win against Everton, but of course Everton won, so it's another losing bet. This week, the challenge is a gargling challenge. You've got 10 seconds to gargle a famous football song. It's a unique football song. The only catch is, if I don't get it in 10 seconds, that button... <laughs> 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 that button then gives you an electric shot. That is no works. <laughs> Destin, Destin, don't do that again. <laughs> Oh, wow, I thought it was a tickle. <laughs> so, Steve, look at your first song. Okay. Okay, and you can take the water before the time to start. Yep. Step. Okay, go. Go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. Did you get him? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what was that? Eddie, go on, get your drink, get your drink, don't you? Set. Set. Go. <laughs> I'll, I'll do this one, yeah? Two. It's hard to think, you know. Is that it? Keep going. <laughs> Couldn't twist it off. Ready, set, go. <laughs> When the same, Steve, if you've given me anything, uh, I tried to get honestly, two random songs. The first, the first two was I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. No, did not get that. three lines, but no, that's really hard. Right, have you got enough water? Got enough water. Okay, check your first song. Yeah, I know it. Okay, all right, so the time. Or you take a ready. sip while it's going ready, set, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what it is? Why, 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 Delilah? Yes. Oh, my God. Are right, you ready? <laughs> go <laughs> I know it's sugar sugar, isn't it? Oh, no, time up. Oh. It was Mane, Mane, it was Mane, Mane, wasn't it? It was. I did I get that? That was too late. I got the song and then I couldn't do the football. I was like, I, I keep getting the, the normal song. Kelly, you're killing us here. I don't know if you get this one, Kelly. Go on. Go. Go. <laughs> but this could be anyone. Right, Luis, okay. you are 
Yeah, typing. Badged up. All done. You've got your water. You've checked your first song? Okay. Okay. Set. Go. You'll never walk alone. No, are you got really you lyrics? Are you allowed lyrics? Oh, yeah. You're not allowed uh, lyrics. Okay, have you checked your second song? Uh, yeah. Go. No. Tory. The Tory brothers. No, that's not the name of the song. Yaya and Cola Third one. Three, two, one. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. You won. Oh, you won. Thank you very much. What was the last one? I don't know. I tried. What was it? Blue Moon. Oh, okay. Great challenge, well, for two-thirds of you. It was a great <laughs> challenge. But, Luis, because you were sabotaged you in the much. last one, you are the winner. Thank you very much. You get £250 to the charity of your choice from sure. Paddy Power anyway, plus a £250 bet, which is going on what? Uh, West Ham United again Sheffield. Okay. And it's 5-2. Okay. So let's go for it. Perfect. And what, what's your charity? It's uh, April's uh, Safety. It's um, is an ONG that they got in Barcelona for a girl that is uh, fine for a strain to see. This is Liquid Football on Joe together with Paddy Power and Kelly Cakes alongside me, Steve Sidwell, Luis Garcia and John Walters. If you like what you see and hear, then please leave a nice review on YouTube or on iTunes. Now, here's psychologist and former NBA star John Amici with news of a show from Joe. My day job is helping businesses thrive through disruption. This show is not about business. It's about people who go from nothing, a seed of an idea, something that everybody thinks is completely impossible, and build it into this massive, massive, massive business. There are a thousand different ways to be a huge success. One of the most interesting things that we're learning is that how people are failing is almost as important as how they succeed. In fact, it's integral. It's business. Pioneers is having really honest conversations with people, talking about their business, their objectives, their purpose, whether they're just out to make a ton of money and then quit, or whether they really want to change the world. Pioneers on Joe. Listen to it. Download it. Watch it. I had nothing profound to say. Episode four of Pioneers with John Amici is available from Thursday. You can watch it on YouTube or download it from your usual podcast provider. Don't forget to check out Joe's other shows as well. TKO with Carl Frampton and House of Rugby with James Haskell. I want to talk next about Manchester City. We've talked the title race from Liverpool's perspective, but mainly I want to talk about them because Gabriel Jesus is my new favourite person <laughs> in the whole world. <laughs> one, one interview, one post-match interview, and he walked away, and everybody who was involved just went, but he's so lovely. Mm. He's just a really lovely guy. But he scored for Manchester City. Isn't it? Not but, but he did score for Manchester City as they beat Crystal Palace. They're in second. It's six points behind Liverpool, as we said, at, at the top of the table. But he does know that he's second to Sergio Aguero. And he said after the game, but I understand that I'm 22. Sergio Aguero is Sergio Aguero. And every day in training with him, I try to learn something from him so I can be the player that, that he is. How hard a position is that when he's as talented as he is, even mm. though he's young, to, to accept that, that that's where you are in, in the pecking order? I mean, when you... When you um told us about the interview you said after that it was genuine yeah. and you felt it was pure genuine that he was actually no I'm, I'm learning off him and I know I've got to wear my stripes and, and bide my time 
and that could be next season you don't know with Sergio listen the way he's going he could his scoring record was phenomenal but he looks like he is a type who's got a good head on his shoulders that he is just as I said learning his stripes buying his time and then when he gets that go he's going to hit the ground running because his scoring record's ridiculous isn't it it's in terms of starts as well it's like 40 some 46 goals or something in 60 odd I love, starts yeah. which yeah. is and then, and then it works out just under I think one in three if you, if you put in yeah but if you look at goals per minute he's in the top eight in Europe yeah. and with him is Messi Cavani Neymar Mbappe Lewandowski Aguero yeah but he's the, not going to play if Aguero's scored and all those. But he carries but that's on scoring. Also, he's not in play in as that much. group of players, the other significant factor is he's the, the one who doesn't get a run of games yeah. to build it's his, his form up. And well. yet, really. having just those minutes to, to come on and, and those odd games to come on and, yeah. and make a difference. Someone to, is, to be able someone to do is it. doing something right there around him. I think because he's young, and of course, even that the, it's, it's difficult. You are young, you are. You are popular, you are in a good city, you can travel, you are in the national team, so so many good things for a young player to handle. And I'm not sure if it's the family with the friends or the agent or manager. the manager. Mm. Yeah, or the manager. Someone is doing something right with him because when he's on the pitch, he delivers. When he's out, he's, he's not in trouble. He's focused on what he has to do. He knows what he has to say uh, um, on the interviews or in social media. So I think, as Steve said, just said that when he arrive at the point when he's on the pitch finally as uh, the 11 started it's going to just break records because he's such a good talent well worked in, in the past two three years yeah he's the heir to the throne isn't he yeah. that's what it is yeah. they, they play one up front he's, he's going to be the next one coming through they got him for 25-30 million something ridiculously low <laughs> mm. I know that's where it's, we are now isn't yeah, it 25-30 million for someone that's, change, yeah for yeah. someone that's as you brilliant know, as clinical as he is, and uh, you can still play for the 23s from Man City. <laughs> <laughs> but what he's probably getting told is, look, what's, what Aguero is doing now, that is going to be you. That could be you for the next 10 years yeah. at this football club in the Premier League. Yeah. So just just learn off him. Every day in training, take little bits that you can. Pep's obviously speaking to him. So but it's you've got to have a mental toughness, it? haven't you, yeah. as well? Yes. You've got to have a mental toughness at that, even at a young age, because uh, you want to play. I mean, we've said already Phil Foden's <laughs> come out a few times, hasn't he, and said... Well, I do want to play, and but they're all saying to him, look, pull the handbrake up a little bit. You know, you're going to get game time in the future. You could be obviously the number one here again. But people are doing something right, and yeah. it's obviously, I think it's you know the manager and his staff and how they are around the players and how they everyone pulling in the same direction. Yep. It's like planting bulbs, isn't it? And waiting for them to come out. It's yeah. oh, <laughs> I know. That. It's just because the weather's nice. taken. Because the weather's taken a turn. I felt like looking forward to spring. But it be like you're right. He doesn't have a, a a partner, a strike partner as such. But those relationships with the players that he plays with, he, is he is he in a, a slightly better position as well? Because when he comes in to the starting eleven, he's got the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, who was upset that he didn't pass it to him for the mm. for the chance where he shot. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, David Silva, that he has players like that who who will know where he is and they say if you're there we'll make sure the ball is as well yeah, and this is to play with those kind of yeah. players he's right? going to yeah. get some chances isn't he yeah. he's going to score yeah. goals because yeah. a team like that you're not going to get one chance a, a game you're going to get five and he's a seven. clever very clever striker the movement is uh, that the only tricky thing is that part that because you don't have that that many minutes on a game when you're on the on the game you want to make them count and mm. sometimes you have to be selfish and that can get you to a position where you got a teammate there but I mean you only have 20 minutes and if I don't score I mean I'm a striker I need to score and an assist is good yeah we won't say that it's not good but if I score it's even better so yeah. at, at certain points sometimes it will be a little bit greedy or selfish and, and, and try to score a goal and sometimes 
it, it won't help him. Uh, so it's, it's a difficult moment for him to get 20 minutes, get 30 minutes and try to or need to score a goal. Very difficult. With the Paddy Power latest odds on the Premier League's top scorer, uh, Sergio Aguero is 10 to 3, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang 92, Harry Kane 6 to 1, as is Mo Salah, and Gabriel Jesus at 40 to 1. Now, at Liquid Football, we're very excited because we're going to host a live event. It's going to take place in Liverpool on Thursday, the 7th of November, ahead of the Liverpool-Man City game that weekend. More details will follow in the next few days, but if you sign up to the Liquid Football Facebook group, then you can get ticket details on there. Um, Jaden Sancho was left out of Borussia Dortmund squad for their 1-0 win over the Bundesliga leaders, Borussia Mönchengladbach, because he came back late from international duty that seem a reasonable punishment if you come home a day late then we're going to drop you from the matchday squad set an example isn't it he's in Germany is it yeah the discipline discipline is, yeah, they are <laughs> about, yeah timekeeping you know even if he was an hour or two late and he'd missed training or he could have came back we've been to clubs where people will switch the phone off we were talking about it before people will switch the phone off and go missing for a day or two I think every club was it it was the ones that travelled halfway across the world and the longer the journey yeah they're, they're due back on a Wednesday all of a sudden they turn up on a Friday even the manager comes <laughs> in on Thursday and say, we'll be saying have you seen so and so I've heard of him and they're like nah not seen him, not, no one can go on with him, switch his phone off. Brazilians, Argentinians, Normally it's difficult when they go travel because, they, 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 of course, they travel 24 hours, yeah. so it's mm. one less day of uh, break, of rest or whatever, so sometimes they, they get it by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Get back just one day or two late. Yeah. But I think it's an example, isn't it? Don't be late. We've been at clubs where people no, it's take a, liberties. And it's a call as well of attention, yeah. saying, listen, you're doing so well, yeah, but that doesn't uh, allow you to just... Um, call me, yeah, yeah, yeah. leave us here to 24 hours. I mean, if you're right, like, because it's one morning or whatever. But it's to say, okay, you're young, it's still a lot to do. We had one at Stoke where obviously you get players that this, this was the build up to a Christmas do, and obviously, which is always in December, so before then, the fires were hot. <laughs> Hot, hot. Because? So, because obviously you wanted more in the kitty. <laughs> yeah, because so, it went in the Christmas kitty. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we had one where at Stoke the canteen was up right on the front of the uh, training ground and the big glass windows overlooking the car park and you knew if, it, if everyone had to be there on a match day for instance it got doubled as well so if everyone had to be at the training ground for half 11 for pre-match you knew that everyone's lining up at that window gets 28 minutes past and all of a sudden you'll just see boys racing round not down the sort of towards the gates having to wait for the gates to open and you can see him, if he rushed, uh, lashing down with rain getting their wash, back, wash bags in their jackets Sprint, sprinting out of their cars we're banging on the window <laughs> <laughs> but, you yeah, ran it though, didn't you? You ran the fines. Yeah, a couple of years, myself and, and Houthi were. No one liked us because we ran the fines, <laughs> but it was it was double on a match day as well. So that was yeah. why you wanted people late on a match day cause it, or anything. T- wrong t-shirt, wrong whatever they were doing. It's double on a match day, so if they're late on a match day, it's brilliant. So you get like three. There's a crash on the motorway, <laughs> or there's traffic <laughs> on the motorway. That's a terrible Total. thing to say. There used to be a crash every day around the Stoke, <laughs> yeah. 15, 16 junction. So that was the way I went home. Every day there's a crash, so on a match day it's extra busy. So it was always traffic. So lads used to be like, oh, there's traffic on the, there. On the, on the <laughs> from, there's a few lads that travel from Birmingham, oh, bit of traffic there, so you knew they were going to be late. And then uh, a few texts are going to WhatsApp, yeah. <laughs> sitting home. And then, yeah, it was double on a match day, so yeah, just write it down. As everyone was banging on the window, I was just getting a little black book out. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a teammate that um, we, we had like 50 euros um, if you arrive late, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. 100 euros if you arrive maybe an hour. And, and this guy was late every 
every two days it was one one time like 50 euros 50 euros so uh, there's one day it was uh, I read three weeks from the start of the of the season or the pre-season and he arrived to the guy who was to your guy to the guy who was making all the noise and say get thousand euros and don't bother me anymore <laughs> so he just wanted to uh, I'm gonna arrive late I don't care so uh, take it and let's talk to me maybe in one month or two months and we'll see what we do so we have to raise wow. the, 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 the fines to double and double and double so make it 50 100 200 and like this it was a bit more painful for him yes did, and definitely. did it work did it make it no, no of course yeah, yeah a little bit sometimes you have to pay but yeah um, we, we, we're gonna have to quit from him yeah. that works though doesn't it if you double it each time it yeah. does yeah. but we laugh and joke and it is funny but for a manager when yeah. he's got a change room that polices itself full of children do you know what, <laughs> do you know what? No, yeah you will police yourself because he doesn't want the hassle yeah. yeah but there'll be a few that wouldn't want to pay so you'd have to go and see the manager and it would go yeah it'd be the same ones that wouldn't want to pay and or it, they, they were late that much that at the end of the month they'd be like you owe X amount and they're like I'm not paying that you're like well yeah you're late but I don't care so what you do to that so as you a player so you go and tell on them well, to the manager well, no the, someone will go on and on and you know, no it wasn't me <laughs> it wasn't me I was just, I a, black, I was just a black book man I just paid it down so who but was the debt collector you'd have to, the captain would have to go Poofy. to the manager you know? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you'd have to because if someone It ruins the whole thing if someone turns around and is like, oh, I'm not playing, I'm not playing in the team, I'm playing, and you get a few petty ones that say I'm not. So the last thing you, the manager would want was a bit of aggro from the player, so it had to be sorted. So yeah. then, so you would, you'd go to the manager, well, and you'd say... As I said, I'm not a grass. <laughs> so whoever it was... Snitches get snitches. Now, what would happen is... What would happen is, if the manager got involved, he would say, right, if it's not paid by this deadline, yeah. Friday or next Friday, it's going to come out your wages, simple as that. Yeah. That's, oh, that's where it would go. That's, that's what I was going to say, so yeah. how did they, yeah, how yeah. did yeah. they get you didn't pay, If you didn't pay by a certain time as well, it was double. Double. If you didn't pay by... So say that if you were fine a week before, if you haven't paid by the next Friday at the end of training by the fine person's gone home, it's double. So if you How owe £200, they... pound, it's £400 on a Saturday. But when, when they pay the fines, that, so I'm quite interested in this. Cash. When they, I was going to say yeah. cash. So when, when you say you keep all the cash for a night out, all the fines for a night out, is that in cash? We try, we try to sort of... Charity clubs, so, yeah, charity yeah, yeah, so we, so we give like half to charity, so yeah, that'll be a, or a big a big contribution to charity. At a well time, John... Didn't just piss it all up no, against we, the wall. We, we, no, I'm not <laughs> sure. It used, used to be Eddie. Eddie uh, we used to give it to Eddie at the club. Yeah. But the club are very funny, like, we can't keep cash here. Yeah. So, so we write it down, we'd have the book, and then, like, Ryan might take it home. And then what would happen is, you'd have one person... You normally... I thought his missus had new bags every other week and new shoes. So on the Christmas do, sometimes you give it to a young lad and you're the kitty holder. So everyone, uh, you'd have to go and buy everyone But drinks. hang on, we're not, we're not talking about like a few hundred quid here even. No. We're talking about thousands of pounds yeah, when so you, you go up for so Christmas. You, and and you take that out in hotel. cash? No, no, no. No, no, so that's, that's what I mean. Sometimes you give the young lad the money or... You'd say, so right. he'd have the thousands of pounds in cash. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you'd say, you'd say, right, there's, there's say two thousand pound there for the, for the team. Um, you pay everything on your card, and here's the money for you, and you take that. And so when the night's out, he'll have, he'll pay up to that amount. Yeah, but and that's what it'll be. But when, right, so you've got, say you're going up to Christmas because after yeah. it gets yeah. more relaxed. So I'm quite, I'm being quite picky on this now. <laughs> so you go August to, to December. Yeah. You're all handing your fines in, and everybody comes in, and whatever Friday yeah. it is, and, and pays their yeah. their fine. Oh, they have a row, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they pay their fines eventually, and then that all goes in. Then that money, 
from August to September with a, uh, to December with a whole squad of players, and then you've got players who are having it taken off their wages. Yeah. Where does where's where's it all? The secretary, we used to try and keep it at the club right. the other safe or but whatever. The, but so then then, they were and funny you said about the it. money went to like hotels and dinner and yeah. so, so did what? you go along with a big one no, of cash? No, and no. Pay you pay on the yeah. card and you give that player the money. So you divide it all up into different sections. Yeah, so so yeah. one player would pay for the hotel, so he'd get the cash, and one player would pay for the drinks. It would be organised way beforehand or whatever. But there's all problems trying to set up a bank account with. That's fine. Yeah. No, but is it? But you're not going from from August to December. I mean, every month you just uh, how much do we have? Yeah. We got. You might have two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Or you then, might have a day let's out, go for dinner. Go yeah. And this one we, pa- yeah. we put aside uh, some for uh, the charity and then for a uh, um, for a dinner for the, yeah. for the yeah. team. And then every month you got you know that you're gonna have you all together. Spend some time together and then you yeah. <laughs> raise the, 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 the money. Hence, hence why now Christmas do's are a weekend thing, not just a one night, are they? So manage yeah. them. But then <laughs> yeah. after Christmas, it all goes tits up. Yeah. The fine system yeah. goes, no one's to Nobody pay. cares. So you got to like, like, have yeah. a target, right? We've got, we've got a day out in February or March. Yeah. You've got to find up until then. So I just, what, I, what I really was getting to was, I really like the idea of you going along and just setting up a little bank account, <laughs> filling all your forms in, coming <laughs> in, and go, no, 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 don't worry, I've got this all. So you put it into sort code number. So just, uh, just amuse me. Um, talking of, of managers and the sort of influence that that they have, there's, have you seen it? The video of the Inter Milan players when they're yeah. training, and Antonio Conte's got them outside, and it is, it's not raining. It's absolutely throwing it down on these players and when they're going in not even for tackles they're just every time they kick the ball it's like a four inch deep puddle that they're trying to you they're trying to kick it through you look yeah. like, we, no, the majority some lads hate it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some lads had everything up the snoods up yeah. their hats on everything on didn't they yeah. four coats on <laughs> tracking <laughs> bones gloves and then some lads around the t-shirt to it some, yeah it. some of them they're like you know like when you take your dog out for a walk and it's windy it's raining and the dog's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, and then you get some dogs that are just sort of look no, at their owner really saying, do. "Do I really want to go out?" Yeah. You get up to some of them that look at their manager and say, "You crazy? Why are we going?" It'll get cut short if it was ridiculous the training session. But sometimes you got to play in that. There was one game we had United at home at Stoke, and the weather was horrendous. Stoke, isn't it? Horrendous. Uh, windy, but it was hailstone. It comes right through the gra- the stadium, it's, doesn't it? Because it's, it's got right. the open It was a live sky yeah. match, and it was a hailstone, and Mark Clattenberg <laughs> pulled the players off. Everyone was hiding <laughs> in the dugouts, and I was like, "What? It's hailstone!" <laughs> and then, like, it was, it was laughable for me, yeah. and everyone sort of ran into the tunnel, and people were going, "Ah, oh, my ears, my head." It's hailstone. Yeah. Like, come on! Yeah, and, but he stopped the match for five minutes until it went, and then everyone came back out. I couldn't believe it. Oh my god! And just kept. Yeah. What did you hate? What was the kind of it, I can imagine that. I can imagine all of it. The thing is, yeah. it's uh, it, yeah, it's called Madrid. is very cold. I have to tell you, I, I trained in Atletico and it was minus two degrees at nine o'clock in the morning, so it's very cold. But you cover yourself and that's it. Yeah. But Amerwood is very open, so when you uh, is a bit windy or a lot windy, and it comes that um, that rain that comes to your face, is very very cold. And, and we used to warm up two, three times a week, just moving a little bit to uh, try to make the shape, to get ready the shape for the weekend. So it's a, a line of four, four, two, yeah. 
uh, double places and then you, you move 10 meters, but not even jogging, just walking there and you <laughs> feel that wind and you get wet and then you go there and, and it's Rafa Benita with the ball saying, we have to move here and we have to move there and you're walking around and say, come on, mate, just start running, let's make us run. <laughs> just start running because you get warm. Yeah. So you are freezing yourself for 25 minutes just trying to warm up. Oh. So in, a match, Worse, you know, in a match, you know, I, when it was really, really cold, sometimes where your feet, you can't feel your feet for the first 10 minutes. Toast. But... Oh, You'd know the opposition players that like, really, really didn't want to play. Tap it. No, didn't want to play, just like always like this running around. And now uh, I love it. I'll be like, brilliant. You tap it's fast. Did you know you saw that then? Where if you went out on a bad day, there'd be play Luis didn't were you no playing in bad weather you did did you mind that as much? Is that diff- that's different from training? Yeah, right? it's different from training. I mean yeah. it is the way it is. You go I mean I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it because I don't enjoy it. But yeah, you have to play, you have to play. I mean, here in England, it was almost every week. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. it you was get okay. used to it very quickly. So you get used yeah. to it, so is it the way yeah. it is, so fine. But um, I, I, I love about here that because of that, the, the pitch is so fast. So the grass is always wet and the ball runs so, so yeah. fast. So I, I, I enjoy it very much. That's the way that I like football. But that's the way. No one is paddles all around, or cold and mm. windy. So I don't like it. Yeah. I like that, I like that idea that you're going out there going right. Who's cold? I can't believe everyone ran in hailstones. I couldn't believe it. Damn. Honestly, I'm standing out there like it's hailstones and grown men. You're the running. picture. You're grown own. men. Yeah, I was. <laughs> grown men were running in the dugouts. You'd be pleased to know it's miserable out there today. <laughs> so you're there your kind of weather. It's summer up north. I think. <laughs> that is it for this episode of Liquid Football from Joe together with Paddy Power thanks to Steve Sidwell to Luis Garcia and to John Walters Liquid Football is back next Monday you can download the podcast or watch us on YouTube and please leave us a nice review on iTunes if you'd like to we've also got a Facebook page if you search for Liquid Football you can get involved with the chat and you can check out our other shows House of Rugby with James Haskell TKO with Carl Frampton and Pioneers with John Amici thanks for listening you've been listening to Liquid Football on Joe Sponsored by Paddy Power.